Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the wide, wide, wonderful world of Nintendo. I'm James. Pivot that couch, Montemagno. And I'm Michael Steel Man Rivet. Oh, my gosh. I think maybe now I'm going to come up with nicknames every single week, Michael, no, because you you're having all the fun. You can't, you can't make up new nicknames. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm James Montemagno then, and Mr. Man of Steel over there. What You are literally building everything. You're building infrastructure. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. So, so I know that we've mentioned on the show before that I, I'm – with my partner and I run a graphic design business. Also, occasionally I moonlight as an iron worker and I will travel and help um, my father's company. We build caissons, which are essentially the foundation for um, very, you know, the tall power lines. So if you're driving across country or anything like that, or through your state, maybe you have them. They're the, the, the much larger ones, like the really tall kind of, you know, they've got their arms out, um, steel power lines so mm. they put these foundations in it basically looks like it's built horizontally and then a crane picks it up and sticks it into the ground vertically and it essentially it looks like a meshed out uh coke can you know it just kind of mm. looks like a cylindrical tube and you just kind of pop it on in there so we uh we're currently in i don't know east troy wisconsin very small that is one of the downsides to this is a lot of the times you're putting power lines where they don't currently exist so essentially the the towns aren't always the biggest you know you're kind of in the Mm -hmm. middle of nowhere a lot of the time um but yeah that's what we're currently doing another one one more week and i think i'll be back home in my comfy office doing desk work instead of physical work but I don't mind. It's a nice balance. You know, I, I kind of like the bouncing of back and forth. It just sometimes gets a little little hectic. That's all. Yeah, you are literally living construction simulator 5000 <laughs> in real form. Yeah. It's great. funny because I'm thinking like I, I brought the switch. I'm like, this is fantastic. But the problem is I'm always too tired to even play it. So it, it didn't really work out. But it is nice to have something with me when I have downtime. Well, you and I both, I'm finishing my move. We had movers. I told you about my couch drama, a.k.a. here's what happened to listeners of the dispatch. My couch, it doesn't make the pivot. So now somehow this week we're going to, I called some, called some guys and they're going to, they're going to pivot and not pivot. And they're going to hoist, which is a fun word. Hoist. Um, I hoist. hoist. So anyways, let's get into the news, Michael. I want to kick it off with some news that we can't even report on because the show will basically already be recorded and out. I think we're going to do a special edition, but Nintendo, Mm -hmm. I wanted to put this on here because Nintendo announced a Nindies showcase for August 28th. So this comes out on the 29th. This is going to be at the 28th. We will live tweet it. Um, I'm confused because didn't we just do this, Michael? Yeah. I, I As far as I remember, this just just happened. I, I don't know what we could be talking about or seeing. I don't even know why they're different. If they had one planned already for the America Nindies, why didn't you just combine it with the UK one and just show us whatever you have? Do you think it's going to be a lot of the same stuff? Is it all new? I I think it's going to be a mismatch between some of them, perhaps some things that were already announced and PAX is coming up. So this is airing right before PAX, like literally a day day or two before PAX starts, um, PAX Seattle. So 
I'm, my assumption here is that they always in Seattle do a Nindies showcase uh, at the EMP, which is now the Mopop Museum here. They retheme all of it and you can go and meet the devs and play a bunch of games. I went last year. It was too many people and I don't like that situation. So mm-hmm. um, I might go again. We'll see if I ride my bike down. But yeah, I, I think that we're going to see some, but there's got to be something new because I mean, it's YouTube. Like unless Nintendo doesn't realize how YouTube and the Internet works where like they're like oh only the uk can see this like oh okay like no one's they only saw it only saw it so anyways (laughs) we'll we'll break it down as long as michael has internet and my couch has pivoted into the living room um and do a because i think it'd be fun (laughs) to break this down um before next week so we'll we'll get to it yeah i'm excited i'm excited to see what 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 we see i mean bring on all the games i love that they keep doing this i just don't want to see all the same games that i just saw last week when they had the other one but this is after the fact, so hopefully we are wrong and we have tons of new stuff. Mm-hmm. In other fantastic Switch news, the, the Switch is absolutely dominating in Japan. So from the sales between August 13th and 19th, we've got some numbers. And there were 54.5 thousand Switches sold. That's 57% of all hardware sold. Um, 13 of the top 20 games were Switch, and another three were for the 3DS. So Nintendo is just crushing it in general. The Switch is really crushing it. So the top 10 games, Minecraft, Splatoon 2, oh boy, Taiko no Tatsujin, Mm -hmm. Mario Kart 8, WarioWare Gold, Mario Tennis Aces, Pro Yakayu, Femista Evolution. I don't know. I think I destroyed that one. Captain Toad, Legend of Zelda, and Kirby um, Star Allies. Crazy. Every single single game is for for a Nintendo console on that top 10 list. Just bananas. Yeah. That's which is great, right? I mean, he, here we had all these people in an uproar. Stocks are dropping, things are Nintendo's dead, Nintendo's gone. <laughs> just take them right out of the equation. And they crushed it last from that from this week. They're just destroying it. So I don't think the sky is falling. I think Nintendo is doing just fine. Yeah, they're doing just fine because we have more numbers. And also, Nintendo is dominating in the United States, which is what I like to hear. The uh, July number. Mm-hmm. So, US for some reason, always a little delayed. We don't get like those nice weekly breakdowns like japan gets but the july numbers came in and yes nintendo absolutely crushed it now we don't have hardware numbers um just yet but i will say that for the month of july hardware and accessory uh sales were up dramatically i don't want to say that that's all the switch but i'm going to say it's all the switch and i will tell you it's all switch. you know how i know it was a switch because i went into a store called best buy have you heard of these mm, is it a small mom and pop shop it's a- <laughs> It's a small moment <laughs> and they, they, they offer best buys like deals on things. Um, or so you would think by the name, but when I like walked in, that was not the case. So, um, I walked in and, and I went to a gentleman in the video game section. I said, Hey, how's, uh, you work over in this section often? He's like, yeah, that's what I do. And I go, how's that switch selling? He's like, oh, it's doing great. He's like, everyone's asking about it. It's great. So that's my, uh, Redmond best buy experience. Or Bellevue, actually. So that's how I know it's doing great. So anyways, but for real, real numbers, besides just that small mom and pop shop, in the month of July, there were five of the top 10 games all on the Switch. So what's amazing here to me is that they're not all just Nintendo games. I mean, they're mostly from Nintendo, but the number one game in America 
Octopath Traveler for the month of July, which is fantastic um, yeah. because that that really shows that these third party games can have huge success. Mario Kart number three, Zelda number five, Odyssey number seven, and Mario Tennis Aces, which was new for July, broke into the top ten, which is really fantastic. So um, congratulations to not only just Nintendo, the Switch, and Square Enix. So really great to see that. Yeah, that's absolutely great. Um, this one is kind of cool news. I wasn't really prepared for this. It's kind of interesting, especially if you're into comics. But Inky Pen is going to be coming to the Switch. So this is going to happen November, and it's going to be an eight month, um, $8 a month app that you can have on your Switch, and you can have all kinds of comics. You're going to have thousands of possibilities. But I do think it's going to be mostly indie, so you probably won't be seeing Marvel or DC Um maybe this means we're going to see like comiXology kind of coming out onto the switch if this does really well i think it's a really cool possibility and it's just it's just interesting to have that on the switch anyway yeah i don't want to see tons of apps like i don't want my phone apps to be on the switch necessarily but i could see additional content consumption so comics i think are cool especially if there's already subscriptions like inky pen you can get elsewhere it's just complimentary um, or obviously streaming services, but I don't think I want to do everything on my switch. Right. So if we can stay in that content consumption, I'd be happy. No, I agree. I think that's a great point because you don't want it to become a phone. You don't want, you know, it to go too far one way, but I can see that this tying in with the market really well, mm. you know, it does seem like it's in that sort of world. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, we got you got Hulu, you know, potentially uh, Netflix and stuff like that. So I do think that this kind of still fits in there as a as a consumption device. Well, another great fit, uh, if you will have it so, is more Labo and Mario Kart integration coming. So we know that a brand new Labo kit will be coming out later this year. What's great is that Nintendo has now confirmed via a YouTube trailer that that new Nintendo Labo kit will work with Mario Kart. The first one did already, which I tweeted and Nintendo UK retweeted, which is really cool for us. Um, And I tried it and it was pretty not great. But what's cool about this new Labo is that is that it has a full steering wheel, foot pedal, and it it feels as if they almost designed this for Mario Kart because there's even a button. Yeah, there's like this button, like a horn, and that's what throws the stuff. So I think that they basically... Uh, built it for Mario Kart, and I'm really excited for it. Even though I will say, I'm no longer going to buy any Labo. I have no room for it. I can't put it anywhere. This was the Labo debate, which is like, where can you put this cardboard? I can't. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't have room anymore. It's, it's officially, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, I think, I think that you know the the previous the the motorcycle thing was like a cool thing that happened kind of gimmicky people were like oh it's neat i'm never going to do it that i'm never playing that way so and then nintendo said okay let's build something that's specific that is this is what it can be used for i definitely think that was part of the plan i think that this is great it was bound to happen it makes perfect sense and i think in this case it really will add to the experience you know you got a pedal you got it feels more like uh, like a it was meant for this um but again, it's just not something I personally would invest in. I don't have the space. I'm not going to, you know, like you said, you build it. That's the exciting part. And then it just sits. And I've seen that argument come up a lot for people where they're just like, ah, it's in a closet. I don't, it's, I don't, I don't have anything to do with it anymore. Um, but yeah, I think this is great for people that do have that and have the room for it. Awesome. You're just getting more legs on this thing. You know, you're going to be able to have it for even longer. Yeah. So 
I'm excited. I don't know about you with Diablo. We talked about that a couple of times now. I think that we're we're both excited that this game is going to possibly or is coming out. It's been confirmed now. But some interesting stuff. They were talking to the producer, Pete Stillwell, and the associate producer, Matt Cedarquist. Um, and they have said they think that the Switch is the next evolution in gaming. And you and I have had this conversation. We've mm-hmm. both said that we've kind of feel this same way. They said that they think it's the next evolution because of the fact that of the portability and the ability to play on- offline with your friends and have like multiple switches next to each other. is just super powerful. The fact that you can bring it onto a plane or travel, like, you know, in our case, especially where we are traveling, um, I, I completely agree. I do think that the Switch is the next evolution in gaming. I think that it is, you know, it could be more powerful, but I think essentially it's one of the, it is almost the perfect console with the way it has that hybrid nature to it. Yeah, it makes so much sense. And when I'm reading the some of the interview that they did, when, when he talks about that, you know, you can bring it and play between multiple switches. That's really powerful. I think of the old land parties we used to have when we used to play yeah. Halo or World of Warcraft. Like everyone had to bring their rigs or bring their their Xboxes mm-hmm. or Wii's over. But you don't have to do that. You just literally that was my favorite. My the easiest part of my move into my new apartment was moving my switch. I literally just put it in my backpack and, like, and I'm yeah. done. You know, <laughs> and um, it's done. And it's done. I didn't have to worry about big power cables or cords like the dock. I just, you know, threw in there like literally weighs nothing. And that was really cool. And I I agree. I think that when I think about I hope to see more experiences. And the more that the Blizzard people start talking about like their experience, it only took this long. Like they're really in love with it. Like I could hopefully see more and more games come. But also I may now buy Diablo three just because they're excited. And if they're excited, maybe mm. like I want to support it. I had, I didn't play a lot of it, but I wish that if I had friends, okay. <laughs> if I had friends that were here that wanted to play with me, I think that's a really cool experience to be like, Hey, let's all buy Diablo. And like, let's meet up every Wednesday and we're just going to like everyone bring their switch. Like that's a cool experience that should happen. Yeah. And I want that to happen for me. So Michael just have yeah. to move to Seattle. I have to relocate. Yeah. My, my cousin, Josh, um, actually does that. He has a few friends that have switch. They all get together. They all play, whether it's Fortnite or whatever they're playing, even though they can be played online, they do get together to do it. Um, and I just thought it was really cool. It's like, Oh, that's, that's an interesting thing that you guys are doing, you know, and, um, game night now can revolve around switch instead of just board games, you know, yeah. you could bring it with you. Yeah. Even more good news coming out. Not only did the Diablo devs have great things to say, but also uh, also Bethesda also, of course, loves the switch. And I'd like to bring this up because it reiterates the, the point here that not only are developers loving the switch, consumers are loving the switch, but it really is a great fit for third party titles. So Pete Hines was interviewed at Gamescom and he was talking about the new Doom that was coming out. And interviewing about just, hey, talk about how the Switch games have been doing overall. Like, what's your motivation to bring this over day and day um, with all the other consoles? And he says, listen, everything's been hugely possible or hugely popular. Everything that we've done, everything that we've released so far. He goes, I think folks enjoyed and appreciated uh, everything that we've done. And we wanted to make sure to say right up front that this is a title we want to bring to the Switch. We think it's going to be another awesome experience. So he's talking about all of the games like Wolfenstein, the original Doom, Skyrim, everything that's come over, how great it is for them already. 
and how important it is to really stress that, hey, this is going to be an awesome experience for Switch. We love you. you know. So keep them coming. So I'm excited for that. I'm wondering if these things are going to push that you know, that notion of a Switch Pro, right? Where mm. it's a little bit beefier, it's kind of got a little bit more under the hood so that you can run these games a little bit more optimized. Or maybe it's even another thing where it's like the Switch has this, but we come out with a beefier version and maybe there are games that are exclusive to that. I don't know. But seeing that people are really embracing it, developers are really embracing it, that are known for building games that maybe have a little bit more demand on the hardware, I would really be able to, I would be really interested to see who pushes who, right? Like who's Mm -hmm. pushing, like is the Switch pushing the developers because now this is the hot new console or is now Nintendo looking at it like, wow, okay, these guys are really embracing it. Why don't we beef up the next version of this console so that it can handle even more, you know, that we can get even more out of it. I don't know. I, I, I think it's, like you said, between this and the last story, it's all good news. The numbers have been great. People are really, it's just a good positive vibe right now for Nintendo. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So we have some game announcements and one of them is actually Perfect for me, as I've been playing Hollow Knight now for, I think I got almost 25 hours in on it. They just came out with the God Master DLC. I guess that I didn't even know this because I bought mine for the Switch, but apparently I already have three DLC packs that came with my my game. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the fourth and final, I believe. It is out now and it is free. And on top of that, they are discounting the game for 34% off. So if it's something that anybody's interested, it's a it's a steal at its full price. So 34% off is even better. I would absolutely jump on it. Um, just an amazing game. Another game that I'm actually, it, it popped up on my radar, I think last week or the week before, and I'm, I'm kind of excited for it. I think it's something I would really enjoy. It's called Lifeless Planet, and it comes out on the Switch in September. So Right off their website, it is described as a puzzle platform game with adventure elements, which I love. And it's about an astronaut who discovers an abandoned Soviet town located on another planet while seeking life. But he's under the belief or the person's under the belief that the entire mission is actually just a hoax until a young woman um, saves him from a strange, deadly, unknown phenomenon. And then that's when he's like, oh, okay, this is actually really happening. So I think it just sounds like a really interesting concept. You know, you somebody go to another planet, you're looking for life and there's a whole town there. Why is it a Soviet town? What is going on? Um, I think I'm. I, this may be something I pick up. Yeah, this looks really, really cool and reminds me of Astroneer um, a little yeah. bit, <laughs> jumping around. Me too. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Astroneer. We played it. I interviewed um, one of the lead uh, developers and producers o- over there at um, GDC uh, earlier this year. So th- that game is really cool. And this has a cool vibe to it in general. So that would be something I'm definitely interested in picking up. And I will confirm to you, I have now... I am now the proud owner of Hollow Knight. Um, I just oh, picked nice. It up. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to play or beat it, but I am now the proud owner <laughs> of it. So um, oh, I was no, like, you that's, know, that's a start. It was already a steal at $15. So for $9.90 or whatever, yeah. like, I can't, cannot. All right. Before yeah. we get into the bestsellers and new releases, I want to mention, um, because a game that I am excited for is coming out with some new exclusive Joy-Con colors, which is Super Mario Party. It's a Mario Party and it's super. Who doesn't want that? Um, 
So they're going to be neon green, neon pink. You see these? Have you seen these? They look mm-hmm. great. I did. I, I, I Weren't these the Splatoon 2 colors? <laughs> Wasn't that what was packaged with the Splatoon 2 uh, when they did it? Let me look They here. look very similar, if I'm it gonna, isn't the exact. They are neon pink, neon green. I think the Splatoon was neon green, neon pink. So maybe that that was the trick. They just changed the listing. And they had all these, Frank, we got a whole warehouse full of these damn Joy-Cons. What are we going to do with them? I got it. Super Mario Party's coming out. Boom. Packaged them in. You know what it is? It is legitimately the other side. So what happens is when they make them, right, it's probably cheaper to make the same color of both. So they had the extra ones. Like, well, we did, what do we do? <laughs> that is funny all right so now we're on to you nintendo we are on to you we figured it out joy cons we got you and it's important because joy cons are the only way to actually play super mario party because of how the games are designed and they're also played um, designed to be shared the joy so you can have it with just a single joy con which means that there's actually no support at all for the pro controller um, yeah, which, my beloved pro controller will be collecting dust for Super Mario Party. But I mean, I think it's okay because it's a party game and it's kind of expected here a little bit. It seemed like people were very upset yeah. about that, but whatever. I think in this case, it does make sense. Um, you know, there's probably going to be, I don't know, maybe there's maybe some of the mechanics require, I don't know, the pro controller doesn't work yeah. as well as the Joy-Con does. I'm not sure. But yeah, I think we'll it's see. fine. You know, it comes with Joy-Cons. Why are you complaining if it doesn't work with your Pro Controller? It's okay. Yeah, that's true. Your system um, comes with two Joy-Cons. You already got two yeah, controllers. Yeah, you got two. Right <laughs> out of the box. Um, all right. So our best sellers. So as predicted, the top five with the sale, Hollow Knight is now back on top. That little knight is just slashing his way through everyone else and remains victorious it's as we said it's on sale for ten dollars it is a steal it's a fantastic game um i've been loving it and it bumped dead cells which also fantastic game to number two we have overcooked two at number three okami at number four and minecraft is at five it is never going away ever never ever Um, And then some of the new game debuts on the top 30. We have Bad North, which we discussed last week at 17, and Morphe's Law at 19. Yeah, so those games literally came out right after the Indies, and boom, uh, already in the top 20, which is really cool. I really still like Bad North. I've been playing a little bit more. I've been really busy this week, um, which is cool. And the more I see Morphe's Law, I do want to try it, but I'm I'm not sure if I'm ready to commit because I I just bought Hollow Knight, which is a thousand-hour adventure. So yeah, we'll see. Um, now I'm really excited for this week, Michael. This is one of the biggest weeks for releases. Um, I would say for the Switch, it has to be the biggest since we've we've started doing this. As far as physical games coming out, because there's a lot of great digital games that come out, but I think it's really an amazing week for Switch owners. We're going to get a bunch of really great games coming out to physical releases as well as digital. So both the physical and releases coming out on August 28th. I'll kick it off here. The first one uh, is Blade Strangers. Uh, This game is actually really flipping cool. Um, This is an, uh, I call it an anime kind of action one-on-one fighter. 
um, from Nicalis, uh, who they publish a bunch of games like Cave Story, Binding of Isaac, Shovel Knight. There's a bunch of original characters for this one-on-one anime style fighting, but it has a bunch of characters from Code of Pris- uh, Princess, Cave Story, Binding of Isaac, Shovel Knight, and Gun Vault. Characters all come along for the ride. Now, I think this is cool because I haven't seen a lot of one-on-one fighters. We've seen some three-on-three or two-on-two or things like that, but this game for $40 looks looks really, really cool. So if you're into fighters, check it out. I like that they added the other characters too, kind of like a Smash Brothers. You know, you're introducing these characters in. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, and I think since it's just original title, if it wasn't for that, it wouldn't be as like, oh, you know, whatever. But I think because of that, it kind of pushes it over the top for me. The next one up is Victor Vran Overkill Edition. Now, this game I didn't know much about. It came out a while ago, but it's an action RPG. Uh, This Overkill Edition features both expansions, Fractured Worlds, and Motorhead Through the Ages. Uh, What's interesting here is this game looks pretty cool. It's a top-down dungeon crawler. It kind of actually reminds me of Diablo a little bit, except for you have guns and you're shooting stuff. It looks relatively pretty cool. I'd never heard of it before. I haven't mean either. Uh, this one I have heard. Have you ever played The Blob ever? I never played. I saw the trailer for this one. I never played the first one, but the trailer is hysterical. Yeah, The Blob um, is a really fantastic game. It came out on the Wii a long, long time ago. And then The Blob 2, which is going to be re-released this week for the Switch, is coming out for $30, which is a great deal. Um, it has really good scores. I'd, I'd be interested to see how much motion controller stuff they put into it. Um, but yeah, we'll see where that goes. I don't want to reveal the biggest release yet this week, but I'll go into Rocket League Ultimate Edition. We talked about this. If you haven't purchased Rocket League, if you're the one person that hasn't purchased Rocket League yet, um, well, you can get the Ultimate Edition for 50 bones. Um, it'll be uh, including all, basically everything, Revenge of the Battle, um, Cars Pack, Chaos Run Pack, DC Superheroes Pack, Batman v Superman Car Pack, Car Pack on Car Pack, all the Car Packs, everything that you get, 50 bucks, you <laughs> can get it. should be called the Car Pack uh, Edition. <laughs> the Car Pack Edition. You just get everything. But the biggest one, the big, big release that I'm super excited for, we talked about the demo coming out last week, but Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate is finally here on the Switch in the US for $60 this week, physical and digital download available. Now, if you don't know about Monster Hunter, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal series that has been huge in Japan for a long time, but has finally gained some popularity uh, in the United States, especially with the latest uh, Monster Hunter Worlds that came out and Generations. It became very popular on the 3DS, but you uh, choose a class of hero. So you have like a bow or you have like axe, you have all these different types of Um, players that you can choose from and you go out and you slay monsters like huge ridiculous crazy monsters it's it's really really good Um, what's interesting about generations ultimate is its history so it actually came out for the 3ds a few years ago as monster hunter generations and in japan it's actually known as monster hunter x so generations and x are the same game now i remember when the switch first came out they actually announced, Capcom announced Monster Hunter XX or X for Japan. And it came out in August last year, a whole year ago. So it took a whole year for them to bring Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate over to the America. <laughs> we finally have it. It's here. 
it's not Worlds, which is the newest one, but it is a really phenomenal Monster Hunter game. So if you're into it, go get it. I'm going to probably be picking up, but it's kind of a game that you can play for ever and ever jump in at any time. So um, go get that. Did you end up jumping on the demo for that? Did you try it out? I, I started it personally, and then it was like, the, you know, the intro story was playing and stuff. And I, I just wanted to jump in and play it for a minute because that was all I had. And I ended up having to stop it in the middle of the like little cinematic. I didn't even get to play the game yet. I still plan on it, though. I decided to just uninstall the demo because I'm going to just buy it. Oh, okay, nice. Cool. Like, I can't yeah. wait to hear what you what you think. I played the very first Monster Hunter. And so this would be I'm excited to oh. see the differences. Yeah, I'll be interested to see if you get through the demo, actually get to play it properly, like what you think mm. of it, especially yeah. coming from playing older older Monster Hunters cuz they're yeah. crazy different now. You know, the nice thing about the newest newest one, which I I wish we would have as Worlds is they really changed from my understanding friends that play Monster Hunter a lot is jumping in and just getting started and going and slaying compared to the a whole world of monster hunter there's a lot going on um and monster hunter generations got closer to just like get me into the action and and worlds like made that full transition so i'll be interested to see what i think of it um having i haven't played generations for a long time on the 3ds but i do own it um but yeah i'll be interested to see how it breaks down and how it looks i just want to see how it looks uh because i've been playing the 3ds versions for a long time so Cool, cool. I think this is the very first time that you've had more games to announce than I have. This is <laughs> this is a this is a Nintendo Dispatch first. So, all right. So now moving on to the digital downloads. Kicking it off in August 29th, we have Western 1849 Reloaded for seven dollars. This is a pretty cool, like quick draw game. You use your Joy-Con as like a cowboy gunslinger, so you're gonna hold it up and take a shot. Um, it reminds me of like an old time arcade game. Actually, it was it was pretty cool. I like the art style. Um, and it kind of is a holdover for me. I was thinking like, oh, if I pick this up for seven bucks, I know um, we've got Red Dead Revolver coming out or is it Red Dead Redemption? I don't know. Whatever the new one is by a rock star that's coming out and I'm super excited for. So this could be a cool little like cowboy game to hold you over. On August 30th, we have Fall of Light, Darkest Edition for 15. We have Freedom Planet for 15. Haunted Dungeons, Hike key castle for 14 instant tennis for eight dollars we also have mini metro and i know we mentioned this last week or a couple weeks ago and it never it just disappeared from the uh, e-shop so hopefully this time it is for real so mini metro ten dollars real politics for 25 the messenger for 20 and I think the one I'm most excited for is the Video Kid for five dollars. <laughs> yeah, the the Video Kid. Uh, I watched the trailer for it. It actually it reminds me of a modern Paperboy. Oh, I totally, totally. It just slinging video cassettes and like breaking windows and like <laughs> what is happening? It's it pretty said, cool. Now he's like he, he rides on his skateboard and he just it, it is a toy. If you ever played or. Um, 
miss paperboy from like i don't know what 20 years ago or whatever it is now then i think people would love this game it is very much that it's sort of that retro style and you're on the skateboard and it's just hilarity ensues like you're just like you said you're just whipping these videos at things breaking windows knocking things over um it looks fantastic i think for me video kid and fall of light darkest edition i think that sounds pretty interesting essentially you're um you're playing as like this warrior that's that's on this journey with his daughter and the daughter has this ability that she radiates light essentially and the world that you're in is consumed by darkness it gets darker and darker and darker and you're on a journey to find the one spot that the sun is still hitting and the only thing is i'm thinking like okay if the daughter's illuminating light i could see that being a really interesting mechanic right like you're going to have i'm sure she's also your light source so you're going to be walking around in total darkness with just her there what if she gets trapped somewhere now you're in dark like what do you do and maybe there's puzzles that require light to solve them so i think the idea of that game it really sounded interesting to me and it's very similar to a diablo or a, you know um you're looking top down onto this this dungeon world um and it just looks like a beautiful art style very very nicely done so i think those are my two fall of light and the video kid i thought that you would have went with instant tennis because it would be tennis instantly on your switch for eight dollars i mean you'd have to get through the, the the process of buying it and downloading but then after that it'd be instant it's instant and it's instant. And it's and it's probably completed so it may have mario tennis beaten in that area uh, yeah so instant tennis i don't i don't think it's gonna do very well <laughs> spoiler alert not gonna do very well one one game like you you pointed out fall of light i want to point out freedom planet which is a game that came out a little bit ago i think on the pc if you're into sonic style running high speed games this game could totally be for you because it is essentially sonic uh, but you play as a bunch of different characters and it's sonic in general so uh but kind of updated new age indie really cool so get that mm -hmm. but my pick my pick michael number one spot hollow knight um but no <laughs> i think that monster hunter will jump into the top five i think hmm. top five okay so if we're gonna go through everything i think what's going to be on the number one next week is going to be ah, monster hunter is a that's a tough one though it's an expensive game um mm -hmm. I don't think any of these are going to take the number one position. If that deal is still going for Hollow Knight, I think that's going to take number one. Yeah, yeah. That's why That's why I think Monster Hunter may be number two or three. That yeah, I could see it being in the top five. I, I think I agree. I'm, I'm hoping Video Kid, for five bucks, it, it looks like a steal, to be honest with you. So I guess we'll wait and see. You heard it here first, um, <laughs> Video Kid. Number one, if um, Chorus Worldwide Games... And video, the developer is Video Kid Games Limited. If you, <laughs> if you want to reach out and give us a code, we would love to review uh, oh, yeah. your game. That would um, be amazing. But I think we are now at everybody's favorite part in the show. What you playing? Ooh, this is a great section because I've literally been playing nothing. <laughs> um, I'm very, I will say this I did buy Hollow Knight, which. We talked about earlier. I also picked up a little game called Robonauts, which is a game I've wanted to pick up for a while. It looks really cool. Um, it was on sale for one dollar and which is like 90 percent off. So I bought it because why not? I was on slick deals. 
Um, I don't know if you frequent the slickdeals.net. Um, no, but I need you know, to shout out. Oh, slickdeals.net. I, that's, that's my hourly. Uh, I'll put that in the show notes for everybody. You just go to slick deals and they just have top, top sales stuff on anything. Like right now there's some, some razors, a SD card, um, Shenmue, um, movies, anything like that. I, I'm a slick dealer all my life. So what's nice about slick deal is that they, they also do digital promotion. Like they don't, sometimes they get obviously kickback from Amazon or whatever, but it's just crowdsourced. So I saw on here, there were some games on sale. Um, here it is. The, there was brawl Robonauts, Astro bear yet again, one strike grid mania, jumping Joe and friends and pirates all aboard. And none of those sounded interesting except for Robonauts. So I picked that up um, and, I, and I let it install. I haven't played it yet, but it looks like a really fun uh, kind of gravity defying battle type of game. I don't know. It seems really fun um, in general. So that came out not too long ago from Cubic Games. Uh, and um, yeah, I'm really excited to play that. So shout out to uh, Robonauts. If it, I think it's still on sale. So if you want to grab that for a dollar, I would recommend it not having played it at all. <laughs> I mean, just the price alone is is kind of a steal, right? Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I haven't really played anything this week other than the usual suspects. Um, more Hollow Knight and Fortnite. Those were my two go-tos. And that's about it. You know, the time was limited. So I just haven't had the time to really play a lot. And everybody knows how I'm a huge fan of Hollow Knight. So there's not a whole lot more to say about it. Yeah. Did you read about the Fortnite uh, Android drama? I know you're not an Android user, but I don't know. It was everywhere on the internet. Did you hear? No, I I missed this. What was the, what was the drama? So since we were talking about Fortnite and what we've been playing is kind of what I've been um, watching in the news uh, on, on Android. So um, Epic games decided to do something interesting and different with, um, and for, for the Android version of Fortnite is they didn't want to give Google their 30%, you know, um, from the app store for digital in-app purchases. So on Android, you can sideload games, right? You can have your own installers and anyone can do anything. It's pretty open. So you don't have to use the app store. Amazon has an app store. Samsung has an app store. So, um, Epic released a game installer. So you download the installer. It takes you through how to get it set up and then it downloads all the additional content. So it can update rapidly. So one thing that they discovered is that, uh, the problem with the additional download pack. So when you get the entirety of the game is that there was a huge gaping security hole that anyone could be a man in the middle and just give, give you anything. So if there were other apps that were trying to see if it was trying to install, I don't know how likely that would happen or if it's possible, who knows? I mean, what apps are people installing? I don't know. Mm. But, um, Anyways, there was some drama between Google and Epic because when you find a Google found the security flaw and they told Epic and you're supposed to wait like 30 days or something before you release it. But like Google waited seven days and and Epic had already patched it. They already patched it. But then Epic like shot back and like because now they're just like they're playing. They're just bickering with each other back and forth. But I did think it was interesting. Um, That's a shame. I mean, I don't have to worry about it on my switch because guess what? I just have it on my switch and it, yep. and it updates all the time. So it's good to go. That's a drama. And it's, yeah. Well, hopefully they get it all worked out, like you said, and people on Android get finally get to play if, if they aren't already. 
Well, I think, uh, Michael, that's going to do it for this week's Dispatch. Have fun uh, in your last week in Wisconsin. Enjoy it. Take it in. I'm I'm super excited to be recording from home next time. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, same here. I'm looking forward to you being at home, me actually having my desk set up properly instead of just a random monitor. And um, I do have my mic, so that's good. I just got good. But uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to this week's Nintendo Dispatch. We'll be back again next week and every week with the latest and greatest in Nintendo news, games, and the latest releases. You can find us everywhere on the internet at James Montemagno, at MS Rivette, at Dispatch Podcast on the Twitter sphere. You can like, rate, subscribe everywhere where podcasts are at. So until next time, this has been the Nintendo Dispatch. <laughs>